Chapter 6 Shigaraki kept himself away from Mizugu's number as he relayed the plans to everyone involved. Twice, once again, proved invaluable as a scouting agent, having brought in convicted criminals, one of whom was on death row and the other awaiting sentencing, muscular and moonfish, and a hardened criminal magne, while Dobby brought in yet another stain fanatic, Spinner and his personal friend Mr. Compress, and Toga proudly showed off her middle school delinquent find, Mustard. Good, powerful quirks for his vanguard, he could see, but a handful of them were clearly unsuited for permanent residence. Magne, Compress, and Spinner were more reserved, but respectful of what the League had to offer. But it was obvious Muscular and Moonfish were there for blood, and Mustard just wanted something to do to avoid his after-school programs again. Regardless of how he felt, a strong wave moving over the Hero School summer camp was what he really needed. He called them all to attention, fighting back the claustrophobia of the freaks in the bar, and absently noting Kurogiri fretting about the mess they were going to make, and stood up. You all have two targets, he said, holding up a picture of Katsuki Bakugo to start. This is Katsuki Bakugo, winner of this year's first year sports festival, and the one that I believe would make a fine addition to our cause. Seeing the top ranked of the freshman class abandoning that pitiful excuse of a school and joining us would be a crippling blow to UA's credibility and support. Do everything you can to bring him in, but do so politely. We're asking him for a favor, after all. Looks like a total douche. Mustard mumbled. He probably is, Shigaraki admitted, but he's the prime target. Who's the other one? Spinner asked, crossing his arms. Shigaraki ignored Dobby's sorry attempt at smothering a snort as he brought out the second picture he kept in his back pocket. This is Izuku Midoriya, he said. He is number one on par with Bakugo on my no-kill list. You are to bring him in unharmed, but believe me when I say he may be harder to subdue than Bakugo. He held up a plain GPS clip. When you find him, press the button to alert Kurogiri to your position. The rest of the crowd outside of the no looked among each other. What's so special about him? Magne asked. Spinner shot her a look. That's someone that Stain feels is a real hero among the fakes, he informed. So why take him? None of your goddamn business, that's why, Shigaraki intoned. All you need to know is that he's to be found and picked up quickly without much fuss. Any other questions? Yeah, do we get free drinks in here, or do we have to buy them? Muscular asked. Food, too, Mustard piped up. Where's the bathroom? Compressed asked. Shigaraki stared at them before turning and leaving for his room, letting that asshole Davi pick up the slack as second-in-command. He sat down at his desk hard before looking at his phone. No messages, as usual. He put it down and opened up the desk drawer, taking out the pocket notebook and flipping through it for the umpteenth time. Reservations about your plan, Tomura. He nearly jumped when he heard his sensei's voice through his computer speakers, feeling his cheeks heat up as he put the notebook down. Not many, he replied. I have the vanguard set up. They have their targets. They'll be on observation tonight. That is well and good, sensei replied. But I hear a sense of trouble in your voice. You can tell me, Tomura Shigaraki. That's what I am here for. Shigaraki ran his fingers over the notebook for a moment before taking a deep breath. Sensei? Yes? Is it wrong to have sexual feelings for someone you consider an enemy? On the other side of the screen, for once in what seemed like a century, all for one felt thrown for a loop and suddenly regretted making Kurogiri be the one to read through all those parenting books. Even so, 
That was opening up a hell of a can of worms and a history book he would much prefer to keep closed. Oh, he said, managing to keep his voice neutral. This is... new? Yeah, no kidding, Shigaraki griped, sounding like an angsty teenager. Dobby made some stupid comment about it being about time my balls dropped, like he would know the ugly asshole Shigaraki, and no shit, I know this whole thing is counterproductive to my goals, but it's not like I can control how I feel, right? Shigaraki, he even kissed me, my first kiss, and it was for the love of Tomura. Shigaraki closed his mouth, his cheeks pink behind father. From his side of the screen, Offer One massaged his temples, trying to stave off a mind grain. Tomura, your hormonal emotions are yours and yours alone to deal with, he said. I can't make them go away. If you want to do something about it, do something about it. If you don't, then don't. That's all I can tell you. Shigaraki slowly nodded. I see, he said quietly. Thank you, Sensei. I'm sure my plans and methods will be fruitful either way. He turned from the screen and began fiddling around on his phone, a hint of a grin peering from behind Father's palm. All for one didn't know if he should be worried or not. Izuku forever cursed his bad luck at again getting shafted with these sorts of things, staring at his single lot and knowing he'd have to go through the scare trail alone. Maybe he should have taken Kakchen up on partner switches. Pixie Bob suddenly glowing pink and being jerked away from everyone broke the anticipation of fun in the forest, everyone rushing after her and freezing when they saw her badly injured under a weapon held by someone not in their school group. Izuku then noticed a blue light of fire coming from further back in the woods, realizing they were under attack by villains. If there was fire out there, there had to be a fire-using villain, which meant there could be more scattered around waiting to pick off everyone. At least no one was alone, he thought with a small modicum of relief before he and Mandalay suddenly got the same idea. Kota! Oh, look, there he is, Magne said, pointing. That was easier than we thought. Remember what he said, big sis, Spinner said, keeping his eyes out on everyone that came into the clearing. He's to be taken unharmed. He reached back to unclip the GPS signal and give warning to Kurogiri when Izuku suddenly took off running toward the mountain. Damn it! Go after him! Magne snapped, going on guard as Tiger began his counterattack. Spinner's chase was blocked by Mandalay, who engaged him in combat, effectively causing him to lose sight of where it was that exactly that Izuku was going. Another villain would have to take that honor. Shigaraki, you fucker! Izuku screamed into the voicemail box as he ran, his phone pressed to his ear. I hope you know that next time I see you, you're getting a Detroit smash in the throat, and if anyone dies, it's right to the dick! He saw the climbing path ahead and looked up, feeling his stomach drop when he saw a much larger figure up there that shouldn't be. God damn it, Shigaraki, there's a little kid here! His eyes widened, dropping his phone when he saw the man raise his arm as though to attack, and full cowled himself to launch up and grab Koda, tackling them both away from the assailant. He made sure Koda was alright before looking up at the massive man, eyes widening when he recognized him from a most wanted bit on TV as the villain Muscular, a serial killer on the loose. Shit. Muscular looked down at him, grinning. Oh, so you're Izuku Midoriya, he said. You're a lot smaller than your picture lets on. Whatever. At least this made my job easier. Izuku swallowed hard, blocking Koda with his body and mentally shouting at himself for not at least telling Mandalay where they were. It's okay, Koda, he murmured. It's okay. He clenched his fists, mentally steeling himself to fight back when Muscular instead raised his hands. 
Hey, we were told to bring Katsuki Bakugo and Izuku Midoriya in without harm, he said, his eye gleaming almost hungrily. But if you want to get nasty, I can definitely make the excuse that it was self-defense. Izuku's brow furrowed in confusion before he suddenly connected the dots and realized what they were here for. Oh, Shigaraki was definitely getting a punch in the dick, he thought, clenching his teeth and standing up. I'll go with you, he said, glowering at the man. But you have to let Kota go. He heard Kota gasp behind him and gestured for him to keep quiet. Muscular looked surprised and somewhat disappointed. Just like that? How boring. But little pipsqueaks aren't fun at all, he shrugged. Go ahead, send the baby off. If I still have sight of him in one minute, game on, though. Izuku quickly turned to Kota, grabbing the boy's shoulders. Kota, get back to the camp, he said quickly. Keep running until you see one of the teachers or one of the other students. Don't stop for anything until you do, okay? Kota was shaking, looking torn. I, but, go! Izuku knew he wasn't being kind and almost throwing Kota toward the path down, but at this point, he didn't care. He knew damn well someone like Muscular wouldn't think twice about crushing a little kid for fun. He watched as Kota stumbled and began running, then turned back to Muscular. All right, take me to Shigaraki. Muscular smirked. You're in the know, then. Interesting. He stalked over, looming at almost literally twice Izuku's size. He never did tell us what he wanted with you. Only that Bakugo would make a fine addition to the team. Well, he's a moron to think that, Izuku replied. Kakchan's a violent brute, but he'll never be a villain. He likes winning too much. He flinched when Muscular let out a booming laughter. <laughs> I like you, kid, Muscular laughed, reaching down and roughly ruffling Izuku's hair. You've got conviction. That's important to brats who want to do something in the world. To someone who likes winning, that makes it his right when he's victorious. To lose is to be proven wrong. His hand clenched around Izuku's head with enough force that Izuku developed an instant headache, reaching up to grab at Muscular's wrist. Go ahead, fight back. You told the boy to run for camp, and we have been scouting this place since you brass got here. I know what trails to take, and I can get there faster than he can run. Izuku winced, feeling like the villain's hand alone could crack his skull open like an egg if he wanted to. Shigaraki wants me alive and unhurt, he bit out yelping when Muscular shifted his fingers back to instead grip his hair and jerk him near off his feet. And how do you know what that hand freak wants? The villain challenged, a tinge of insanity crawling into his voice. Are you his arch rival? Sworn nemesis? We're villains, kid. And unless you're one of our own, we don't give a damn what condition a hostage is in as long as they're good for taking more pieces from. He slammed Izuku back into the side of the mountain. As long as you can still scream, you're useful. Izuku felt the air leave his lungs as he was shoved into the mountain, feeling bruising already forming on his back and fighting to not retaliate, for Kota's sake, or for the sake of the other students. Quirks be damned, this level of muscle augmentation would have him absolutely slaughtered by sheer brute strength alone. He clenched his eyes shut, hoping that they would just hurry up and go. Muscular's hand let go of his hair and relocated to the curvature of his face, holding it tightly and then angling it as though to get a better look. Although, Muscular continued, a hint of something more subtle and darker in his voice. With your type, you can provide use a good number of other ways. Not a lot of people, villain or other, who can resist such a cute face. Izuku's eyes snapped open, dread pulling in his gut. Oh god, no, he thought. 
He prayed to every god he knew the name of that Muscular wasn't implying what he thought he was. Seeing the horrendously sinister look on the man's face put an end to that prayer quick. I might see what that freak sees in you. Muscular nearly purred, leaning in closer. Eyes like that, filled with fear? No villain worth their salt could resist. Let me go, Izuka said, his voice solid with the sort of calm only someone scared shitless past the point of general fear could accomplish. Let me go and take me to Shigaraki now. Muscular grinned, taking the GPS transmitter and pushing the button. We'll see if Shigaraki might let me have a turn later, he said, stepping back and instead grabbing Izuka around the neck to keep him in place as Kurogiri formed a portal close by. That was faster than we anticipated, Kurogiri remarked as Muscular almost dragged the boy through and into the bar. He ran to save some little brat off by himself, Muscular replied with a shrug, looking around. So, where's the head honcho? Kurogiri closed his portal. In the back at the moment, he said, then looked up when Shigaraki walked in, phone pressed to his ear as he listened to something. God damn it, Shigaraki, there's a little kid here! And then the sound of a phone hitting the ground, in the near silence, until the voicemail timed out. He rolled his eyes at the bit about being punched in the dick, turning his phone off and seeing Muscular returned with Midoriya in tow. His greeting died in his throat when he saw Muscular's hand wrapped around Midoriya's neck. He felt his hand go to his own neck, scratching with an angry swell of possessiveness. That's my neck to put my hands on, you overgrown muscle spasm. Muscular, let him go, he said, his voice thick with unchecked anger, his fingers scratching harder. Muscular rolled his eyes and pushed Izuku forward, the boy hitting the floor. Fine, I brought him in, unbeaten, just like you wanted, he groused. He even gave up a fight to save some little brat from being crushed like a beer can. I had no fun at all tonight. Shigaraki stalked forward, giving the taller man a glare. How sad for you, he hissed, kneeling down in front of Midoriya, still scratching his neck. Hello again, Midoriya. He jumped when Midoriya scuttled forward fast, half hiding behind him from muscular, curling his arms around himself and peering back with wide eyes. What? He's a pure little treat, isn't he? Shigaraki felt his whole body tense at the near-seductive tone Muscular took on, piecing together very easily what was wrong here. Muscular didn't seem to notice. You said bring him in unhurt, but I don't suppose you'd mind if I took a turn with him. He looks like he'd be good for it. He was cut off when Shigaraki lurched forward and grabbed at his face with both hands, red eyes blazing behind father as he began to decay the man down to wet crumbles. He's not yours to touch, you disgusting piece of trash! Shigaraki screeched, feeling decaying gore seep under his fingernails as flesh, muscle, bone, and brain matter corroded under his cork, spreading down to the neck before he finally let up, standing over the rapidly decaying and twitching body, hands covered in the mess. His chest heaved with raging breaths, flicking blood from his fingers as he gave what was yet undecayed a hard kick and turned to Kurogiri. Clean that up. Kurogiri, usually one to put up a rare fuss over being the resident trash man, only wisely nodded and formed a portal to send the mess to the bottom of the harbor as Shigaraki turned to Midoriya, who was still cowered back against the bar, staring at where Muscular used to be. He wiped his messy hands on his pants before reaching down to pull Midoriya up, sliding his hand up to put its rightful place on the back of the boy's neck. All was right with the world now.